will increase your efficiency 20% if you learn to do the tough things first, the ones you don't want to do. Ray Zinn now imparts his management philosophy in Tough Things First. In this series, Zinn covers it all from the essence of human happiness. If you're going to make it a consistent practice of working Saturdays just because you think you've got to work 80 hours a week to be successful, you're, you're just flat out wrong. To the downside of venture capital. People said, well, don't sweat the small things. Well, I guarantee if you don't sweat the small things, the big things are going to become a mess. And the essence of entrepreneurial discipline. Don't want to wait until you jump off the cliff to grab a parachute. Now here's Ray Zinn, Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO. I'm Rob Artigo, your guest host for this edition of the Tough Things First podcast. I'm a writer and investigator in California. Here with me once again is Ray Zinn, the longest-serving CEO in Silicon Valley history. Hello again, Ray. Rob, so good to be with you today. Well, there is this term floating around lately called Unleash Prosperity. There are actually these committees, these like nonprofit groups that have popped up to go around and promote Unleash Prosperity. I think it's really just a money-generating scheme in many cases, but they call it Unleash Prosperity, and it sounds really positive and optimistic. And the idea is how to help the government make you prosperous. Give me an idea I, what you uh, what you what you think about this. I know you wrote a little bit about it, so give me some thoughts. Unleashing prosperity is is really something you have to do for yourself. Otherwise, you're relying on the government to help you become prosperous. Uh, and so, again, the the, the focus uh, should be unleashing your prosperity, not unleashing prosperity. Kind of quote general prosperity. If we're going to be successful. We have to take control of our own prosperity. Well, you put together a little list here, just a really short one of uh, some of the basic rules you can follow if really what you're after is unleashing your prosperity so that you're doing it yourself and not relying on the government because it could take a gazillion years for you know some something to trickle down to you through the government. But you need to take action now in unleashing your prosperity. So the first one here, Ray, is... Most economic cycles last about three to five years. So calendar the beginning of each cycle and get prepared for one and a half to two years or one to two years in advance. That makes sense. An economic cycle uh, does last about three to five years, whether it be a downturn or an upturn. Uh, so uh, what you need to do, because this is going to happen is, is sure as, as leaves fall from the tree during fall, you're going to get an economic downturn or an economic upturn. And, and so each cycle, and, and there's a, a whole host of reasons why we have economic cycles, because, you know, it's, it's just like what we call the ups and downs of life, a flipping a coin. You know, there's a 50-50 chance you're ahead or 50-50 chance you have a tail. Good times don't last forever and bad times don't last forever. And that's called what we refer to as uh, Newton's first law of economics. Again, Newton's, you know, uh, Dr. Newton, uh, he's the one that says, you know, that for every action you have one direction, you have an equal and opposite in the other. And so that's what we talk about in, in uh, uh, Newton's first law of economics is for the, every upturn, you have a downturn. That's, otherwise, you wouldn't have a cycle. So a cycle is kind of like a sinusoidal wave, you know, in a, in a circuit. You know, it's, it's, there's going to be a peak and then there's going to be a valley. That's when we talk about a cycle is that from, from peak to trough, is is usually three to five years you know what we want to do is get prepared for that and to get prepared for it look one to two years ahead so in other words when you when you see an, ec an economic cycle 
uh, peak or bottom, depending upon which side we're talking about, get ready. Uh, if we're at the top of the cycle, then, you, you know, or we can see that and when one to one to two years, we're going to be in, in the bottom. In other words, we're going to be in a, in a bad side. So uh, when you have the money, when, when you have the peak of the cycle, don't th- believe the trees grow all, grow, grow all the way to heaven. In other words, they're not going to last forever. So save some money, get ready for it and, and, and get ready in advance. And the same thing with the bottom. When the bottom hits, be ready for it because so, there's going to be an upturn. And get re- so you want to get ready for the tops or the peak of the cycle or the bottom of the cycle. And, uh, and so knowing that they last three to five years will help you actually increase your prosperity. That, that's that, what that first bullet meant. Well, number two says, uh, and this is obviously what you would, how you would imagine in that uh, three to five year cycle is uh, to have cash reserves of at least 15% of your average living expenses as a buffer during those times when it dips. Yeah. So uh, if you, if you think about uh, uh, the peak and trough of a cycle, it's usually about a 15%, meaning it's going to be, you're going to have increase in expenses during an up cycle and 15% decrease in, in the bottom of the cycle. So get ready for it. And, and by doing it, you'll have that buffer uh, that you, you know, you put it in savings when things are good. They say, you know, uh, when, when there's a good harvest, reap the harvest. Okay. So don't, don't just spend it, reap it, put it, put it in storage, put it in, in a savings account or put it in an investment that, that that'll help you when, when the cycle reverses and you, and it goes into bad times. So, uh, you know, it's very important to have that buffer. And, and so it's, we'll call it the Zen buffer. You know, you want that Zen buffer to hold you over when the, when the, when the cycle goes down. I recently read an article that said during this uh, past uh, a year that the debt index for in consumers has has gone up dramatically, like gone up almost fifteen percent. The the, the uh, actual what we call the debt index. Uh, you know, we're we're piling on debt. Debt's expensive because you have to pay interest on it, and so you know, debt never sleeps. Every minute you're in bed sleeping, your debt's still increasing because of interest. And uh, so get ready, save that, get that 15% buffer uh, stashed away. If, if you can do more, do more, but you want a minimum of 15%. Yeah. And if you have that 15% and then you, if you don't have that debt overhead where you're servicing with interest rates, uh, with the high interest rates right now, you can, that 15% in savings could be earning you interest. So somebody's paying you interest instead of you paying interest. And that is a, that is a guaranteed net positive. And, uh, the debt will, debt will never, never help you out in the long run because you just end up paying somebody else, somebody else when you should be the one getting paid. Number three here, during an economic downturn, limit your expenses primarily to necessities. The reason the debt index has gone up so high is because people, because the unemployment was was down or low, uh, they they thought th- things were good times. But inflation is high, and and things cost more, and so you know you know just you're 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 buying things at a very uh, uh, costly time, uh, and so what you want to do is make sure you only spend your money on necessities. This is during a down cycle now we're referring to. So in a downturn, 
Don't go out and just buy these discretionary items like cars and vacation homes or trips or whatever, expensive appliances. Don't spend your money on on, on non-necessary items. That's the worst time for you to do it because your, your credit card debt's going to go up, your interest rate's going to pile on, and you're, you're going to be in a bankrupt situation uh, when when this uh, bottom hits on the uh, on the recession. Now, they're talking about uh, a soft landing in 2024. I, I don't know what, what a soft landing is. I mean, does it mean that you don't die when you hit the ground? I mean, soft landing, you know, is, is, is relative. I mean, I don't know how how soft your bones can take the hit as you would. I, I don't, I'm not sure uh, uh, any kind of landing is a good landing uh, unless you got a lot of strength. In other words, if you're just jumping off of a seven foot step, you know, maybe unless you, you got, you know, some serious bone problem, uh, you know, you can, you can easily withstand a seven, a seven inch step when you, when you, when you jump off of it, but uh, realize that, that, you know, you know, there's soft landing is, is, is a relative term. And, and we are going to have a very 2024 is not going to be as good as 2023. And for a lot of reasons, number one, the interest rate, I don't believe is going to come down to, you know, below 3%, uh, you know, down in a one and a half to two. I don't believe that's going to happen for another two or three years. So you're going to be talking interest rates. They're going to be north of three, three and a half percent. Even, even if the Fed begins to drop them 25 basis points per, per quarter, it will take a while to, um, to get that, uh, interest rate down to, uh, to below 2%. And you, you know, you really can't tolerate interest rates much above three and a half, four percent because that's, that's just going to eat right into your equity, into your, you know, to your, uh, balance sheet. So be careful. Yeah. And then bottom line is, uh, I think number four makes sense all the way across the board, whether good times or bad times, economically, the idea is to be frugal. Live within your means. That's what that one is. Live within your means. Do not borrow. Borrowing is bad. You know, maybe you have to borrow to buy a house, maybe a car, but that's it. Borrowing on anything else besides a house or a car is ridiculous. Even student debt. You know, I tell my grandkids, you know, I'm helping them financially to the degree I can. And I tell them, you know, don't take on debt. Do not take on debt. Debt is a is the worst thing. I know the banks don't like me to say that, but I will tell you, debt is as bad as it gets. It's not it's ugly. You know, if you can think of the worst stomach ache you've ever had uh, or the worst flu you've ever had, uh, just think of debt as that debt is 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 your worst nightmare. Do not go into debt except maybe for a home or maybe a car, but that's it. Not two cars, not three cars, you know, not, you know, a better refrigerator, not a better washer, dryer, whatever, you know, or vacation. Forget it. Do not go into debt. If you have the money, that's different. But using your credit card is 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 just really the kiss of death. So you heard it from me. I'm telling you, I promise you, debt will eat you alive. Yeah, and even if it's, even in the best terms for a credit card, you're paying over 15%. You're probably paying more like 18 and a half, close to 19% or 20%. And and that is, like you said, it, once you get that up to a few thousand bucks, you're you're chasing, you're just chasing your tail and, and going to be hating it. Anyway, join the conversation at toughthingsfirst.com. 
your questions and comments. Always welcome. Follow Raise In on X, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And, of course, Raise Books, Tough Things First, the big original book. And Zen, Zen of Zen, 1, 2, and 3. Check out the books. Thanks again, Ray. Thank you, Rob. You've been listening to Tough Things First, candid talk with Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO, Ray Zinn. Drop by the contact page at toughthingsfirst.com for more about the book, more podcasts, and links to Ray's Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn pages to keep up with Ray Zinn's wisdom daily. <laughs>